Welcome to the Organized Mom Podcast by Imani DaCosta Wellness. This podcast is all about entrepreneurship, wellness, motherhood, and of course, organized biz tips. So stay tuned and let's get into the episode. Welcome back to another episode. So I have not done an episode since last year and that was not what I planned to do but it was something that I needed to do and it was something that okay so let me just start from the beginning so you know my theme going into the new year going into 2022 was consistency connection and consumption like I just really wanted to connect with people just be consistent because I was so consistent in December I wanted to just make sure everything I'm like reading I'm listening to I'm taking in that everything was just positive and all of that right so when the new year hit I felt like I was hit with so many unexpected um so many unexpected triggers that's the perfect word yeah and you know i'm very much still on my healing journey i'm very much still going through the process of grief every single day um i try not to let it consume me but i felt like the triggers that happened in the beginning of the year i was not prepared for i never encountered it and it took a lot out of me mentally and emotionally to the point where I had to step all the way back. I had to step back. I had to reevaluate. I had to look at just how I was coping. And I just needed that space. So that's why I have not posted at all on my social media in over a month. I haven't really even checked it, to be honest with you. I was still, of course, and I still am working with clients and, you know, doing things for my business, but I just needed that social media break. I couldn't, I couldn't focus. I couldn't, you know, I really had to just prioritize my mental health at the end of the day. And I feel like that's something that's so important, especially on this entrepreneurship journey. You have to prioritize your mental you have to prioritize your health because if you, if that's not at the forefront and if that's not your focus and your priority everything else is going to fall apart and that's why I needed this time off so uh just a trigger warning I'm, I'm going to get into detail about this because I feel like it's very important to talk about but I will be talking about domestic violence inside of this episode and um, if you are not okay to hear that conversation, to hear me talk about death and things like that, if you're not ready to hear that, or if it could be triggering uh, for you, I definitely don't want you to continue this episode. I want you to, you know, click off, come back later at a different time. And yeah, I just wanted to give that warning. So 2021 was one of the worst years of my life, right? I talked about that on Instagram. I lost my cousin to domestic violence, right? And that sent me down a spiral. It sent me spiraling. I was very depressed. I would, I mean, for months, um, I was also dealing with postpartum. 
I was I also had just moved. It was very hectic. It was very um I was very alone. It it was a lot, you know. So yeah, so dealing with that, I finally that happened in March 2021 and I did not get into therapy. I did not admit that I was depressed and all the other stuff until June. So June was when I actually, I changed, I had to, for like my family, for my son, for my partner, for, you know, just, I just needed my home to be good. And it was to a point where I wasn't able to function as a mother, as a, as a daughter, sister, uh, spouse, I, I couldn't function and I was not myself and I was so heavy, like filled with grief every single second of the day, you know, and I'm home all day with the baby and my partner's at work and he works long hours. So all of those emotions and everything I was dealing with, he didn't even have any idea about because you know he was working by the time he came home i wanted to pick up the pieces i wanted to just let's get dinner ready to get the baby settled let's just have family time and i never spoke on it i didn't even really want to tell like you know my mom my sister or just friends and stuff like that how badly i was just depressed you know what i mean because i didn't want anybody to worry and i don't recommend that people do that i feel like you need to admit when, hey, I can't get out of this. Like, it, I am crying every single day for hours on end. I can't even tend to my child properly. I can't take care of myself. I, it was, it was crazy, you know. So, going into the new year, I was like, you know what? I refuse to ever go back to that place. I refuse to ever just get to such a low point where I didn't even know who I was. I didn't know how to get out of it. And I just refused to ever go back there, right? Now, going into the new year, um, it, it was already, it already had me feeling so conflicted and very, I didn't even think I would feel this way, but part of me felt like I was so badly holding on to 2021 like literally physically I did not want to let it go because a part of me is like well this is the year this is the last year that I spoke to her this is the last year she was alive like I just want to stay in this year because it's it's different when you move to a different year if that makes sense I'm not even sure if this makes sense but I know some people that do go through that it's, it's just difficult when the holidays come when you're um, just going through the motions. And then what I realized when the new year came was that life is still moving and life was still, everyone's still going, you know, like I couldn't stop new years from coming. I couldn't stop 22, 22 from coming. And I felt angry about it. I felt, let me see. I felt, just very conflicted I was just like you know just all those emotions like well how did this happen how is this possible all these things you know and then um someone very close to me um she had an incident and she went through a domestic violence incident 
And when she called me and I saw how she looked, I was very... I was very shocked and I was very just nervous and I just didn't, I, I I had never been faced with that so directly, especially someone that I'm close with every single day, you know, besides the situation with my cousin. It, so I didn't know how it would trigger me because I didn't, I, ne- I was never faced with this before, you know? So for me, it was just so many emotions running through me. I didn't really know how to act or react. I just, you know, I see that. I, I see someone's face. I see, vis- like, I can clearly see. And it was just very unsettling. And it was very... I just started thinking about death. I just started thinking about people... You know, people don't know how common uh, and prevalent domestic violence is. And I feel like when this happened, I was so... I just thought people don't understand that if this situation escalates, like, she could be dead too. She could be another one that's killed as well. And... I don't know. It was a very, like, I was going, if this literally, it's February already, and I'm still working through it because I just didn't think it would trigger me that much. And, you know, I'm thankful, like, my friend is out of that situation. Um, You know, of course, still going through stuff, but she has left that um, relationship, uh, thankfully. And I am just still trying to process it. What what happened after that was I started to think about the day that I found out about my cousin. I started thinking about everything, like the, the seconds before what I was doing. The second I found out, the first phone call I made, the just everything, you know, the way people responded uh, to me. The way people did not help, the way people did help, you know, it that more than anything was what bothered me. And I feel like at the time of her passing, I was too mentally, emotionally, physically just so broken. I, of course, did not have time to address the people who said things to me that were extremely insensitive, said things to me that were just extremely inappropriate and just like, why would you say that to a person, you know? So I felt like when all of this happened, I started thinking about this and I started getting so angry. And when I tell you the the things people said to me were things like, well, why was she with someone like that? Oh, well, what did she do? Uh, Why does the article say A, B, and C? Uh, How was she related to you? Um, Just a bunch of things that are, I would never say to a person. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh my God, I am so sorry for your loss. I, I can see you are just a mess 
and broken. You understand what I'm saying? So, I don't know. It's just... It bought it every all of that just bothered me and it bothered me so much because I feel like if you have never, you know, I wish nobody ever, ever in this world experiences what it's like to lose a person in such a tragic way. You know, I really pray because to lose somebody in this way, it's a it's a lot and it's a it's something you will not fully understand unless unfortunately you've gone through it unfortunately i do know people that have went through it same exact situation and it's it's kind of one of those things where um it's a little comforting because they know exactly like what i'm feeling unfortunately you know, it's been times I reach out to people. Like, when does the pain go away? Like, when does it, when does this stop? You know what I mean? This, this in my head, the what ifs and the, all of these things and the guilt and the, all of these things. And people that have experienced it, they always tell me the pain doesn't go away. <laughs> you know, you learn to live with it. You learn to kind of numb it out so it doesn't consume you. But that's a pain that is, it's going to be there, you know, and it's something that I am working on literally every day. I have to work on it every single day. I have to work on it. And um, it's only recently that I've been able to, you know, I have a picture of her in my house and I, ha- I had it covered for a very long time because seeing her image, it it's painful. You know, it's a beautiful picture, but it's painful. So um i just recently uncovered it and i was so happy when i did that because it i feel like it's it helps me you know i look i see her smiling it makes me smile i don't automatically look at an image of her and think oh my god how did this happen this is so how like you know her death was not her life and i always have to tell myself that she had a beautiful life her death was not her life it was not who she is it was not all that she is and all that she will be you know so that's something i have to constantly remind myself but you know but aside from saying all that i just want to remind everyone to one be kind to people because you don't know what they're going through you don't know you just don't know you know just be nice be kind and be empathetic be sympathetic if you see someone grieving if you see someone hurt if you see someone just going through going through trauma you know don't say something stupid don't don't please think before you speak you know just think before you speak and Try to be there for the person. Um, And yeah, and just know if you are a person that's, you're going through grief, you're a mother, you have a business, you have a partner, you have a household to maintain, you have family, you have all of these things. Remember, you're allowed to take a break. Just stop. And sometimes you have to take that break. Because did I want to, 
get more clients this month and, and post on social media and do all those things. Yes, I wanted to do that. But when I hit this roadblock, I had no choice but to stop to take a step back. And literally the whole month of January, I was like, I want to be alone. I want to, I told a few people, hey, this is what I'm going through because what I, I don't, I don't isolate anymore. I don't push everyone away like I used to and try to say, hey, I'm okay. I'm dis-. No, I don't do that. I do not do that at all. I talk to my therapist. I talk to my very close friends and family that know I'm still in that process of grief and that they're sensitive to it. And they acknowledge what I'm feeling. They say, okay, we understand. And to me, I appreciate that so much. Um, and a lot of people saw I wasn't posting on Instagram. People messaged me, sent me text messages, checked on me. And I said, yeah, I'm fine. I just mentally, and well, I just needed a break. You know what I mean? And the most beautiful thing is that for me, I am not scared of, hey, I'm not going to post for the next six weeks or two months even. And my business is going to fail. Everything is going to just, just just go to the ground and nothing's going to happen. It's going to... I'm too. I'm stagnant for too long, and it's not gonna work out. And I have to push myself and push myself and push myself. I'm not doing that, and I don't do that. And if I was to do that the last month, it would not have been good on my mental. It it would have just been so bad. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I I guess the reason I don't even know what to title this episode. Um. This is really just one of those episodes where this is why I've been gone for so long. This was time I needed for myself. And I'm going to start posting probably like in a week or two. Um, But if I don't, then you guys know why. You know, it's one of those things you have to really prioritize yourself. You have to prioritize your happiness and entrepreneurship is there you know what i'm saying like my business is there the people i've connected with they are there and i'm grateful for that you know i'm very very grateful and i'm also grateful for just opportunities like this where i can talk about these things i don't have to talk about business all the time i don't have to talk about motherhood all the time i don't have to talk about organizing i don't have to talk about that stuff all the time and this is what i love about my podcast is that it's going to be a mix of things, a mix of exactly what it is. And yeah, I love it. And I hope everyone has been good. I hope everyone, you know, for a lot of people that I spoke to, I didn't speak to a lot of people, but a lot, what I saw collectively is that people did not have the best month in January. The energy was kind of weird. The vibes were kind of weird. The few people I did speak to, they told me like January was a little weird and I'm like yeah that that's how it was for me the um it it was just kind of odd but I feel like it was the time I needed to like hibernate and just really take a look in myself take a look at how I'm doing mentally and how I'm coping and just to make sure that I can't stop the world from presenting triggers to me you know I can't stop that But what I can control is how I react and how even if I go in my shell, I know how to ease my way back out and I don't just stay there. And I make sure I tell people, hey, I'm inside of my 
my shell again and I need I need a little bit of help. Can you help me? That's what you really have to do this year. Um so yeah, if you've made it to the end of this episode, I'm very thankful and I hope everybody has been good. You will start seeing me more. I will be posting soon, but I just needed to make this episode so that to just to give people an update and to make sure everyone is prioritizing their mental health in 2022 because that is the most important thing. So I hope everybody has a great day, a great weekend, have a great 2022. And just remember, you cannot control the triggers that come your way. You can only control how you react, respond, cope, and just let that stick with you. So I will catch you guys in the next episode. And if you haven't already, follow me on Instagram at imani.thecosta.bonest. And if you don't already know, the podcast has a Instagram of its own, the Organized Mom Podcast. So you can follow us on there as well. And I'll see you in the next episode.